0: If you have your Bibles this morning, I want you to open them with me to Psalm 102 today. Let's begin there. Am I okay? Amen. Psalm 102. And I want us to look at verse 18 right quick. Psalm 102, verse 18. And if you got it, say, I've got it. If you don't have it, say, I'm looking. (laughs) Psalm 102, verse 18. And it says this. This shall be written for a generation to come, that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. Amen. The Good News Translation says it like this. Write down for the coming generation what the Lord has done, so that the people not yet born will praise him. The International Standard Version says it like this. Write this for the next generation, that a people yet to be created will praise the Lord. Somebody say praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So the scripture tells us here that there is a generation coming that will be created, that will praise the name of the Lord. How many of you know that that creation happened uh, according to Romans chapter 10? Verses 9 and 10, amen, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the mouth, help me out somebody, confession is made unto, amen. Amen the heart man believes and confession is made unto salvation and something supernatural takes place. We become what is known as a new creature, a new creation in Christ Jesus, a species of being that was never created before. In other words, we become a joint heir with Jesus Christ amen and so we become this new creation that that David is talking about and it says something that I love about this new creation to to identify and help us understand who and what we are to be it says this generation is created to praise the Lord Maybe you didn't know what you were created for before you came in here today. Amen. But we're going to help you define, amen, what you're created for. Amen. And that is to praise the Lord. I want you to say this this morning. I was created created. to praise the Lord. Lord. Come on, say it one more time. I was created created. to praise the Lord. Lord. Amen. And that means that, that... Our lifestyle, how we live, how we go about our daily life, in everything that we do, everything that we say, we are to glorify, we are to magnify, we are to exalt God in our daily living. Amen. How many of you know we don't get to dance and carry on like this on our jobs? Huh? Huh? But still yet, how we, how we live and how we talk, amen, expresses praise and glory and honor to God. The scripture tells us in, in Philippians to rejoice in the Lord always, always rejoice. So, so our praising and thanking and honoring God is a lifestyle for us. So it, it should be a common thing for us that, that as we go through life, whether, whether the day is good, whether the day is bad, whether things are up, whether things are, are, are down, amen, it should be common for us to praise the Lord. Praise shouldn't be something that is new to us. Praise shouldn't be something that is strange to us, but it's just a daily part of our life. Again, praising God is something that we were created to do amen it's not just devoted to the to the singers it's not just for the band amen but again it's a lifestyle that we live praising and giving thanks and giving glory amen and rejoicing in the Lord always that is our lifestyle see I got a lot of help in the room this morning that is our lifestyle amen we're not those who murmur Huh? We're not those who complain. Give me a better uh huh, grunt or something. Give, I need something better than that this morning. Amen. We're, that that's not how we are designed. This new creation that we are in Christ Jesus. Amen. How many of you know that we were deserving of hell? Huh? Oh, Lord, have mercy. I better not mess with that. I better, I better. (laughs) Amen. I I want to mess with it a little bit, but I, I need to leave it alone. I need to move on. Amen. Because we were created to praise the name of the Lord. Amen. All things are passed away. And all things are made brand new. How many of you are glad about that this morning? Amen. I, I, in, in my mind, I'm having a little issue getting past the old things. Huh? Because some folk want to live like they still in the old way of life, old way of living. Amen. That murmuring and complaining and being dissatisfied is the way that we live now. But that's not how we live since we are in Christ now. Amen. We are a joyful, triumphant people. Amen. Always giving thanks to God. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We always, everybody say always, always Always give thanks. We're always able to rejoice again, no matter what happens, no matter what comes. Amen. In everything we give thanks. John 10, 10 tells us that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. How many of you know that the, the enemy does show up in our life? Huh? Anybody had any trouble with the devil lately? I'm not talking about your husband or your wife. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Amen. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And one of the things that he is trying to do in the body of Christ, he's trying to steal our joy. But Jesus declared, I've come that your joy may be full. Amen. Not just on special occasions, but our joy is to be full every day of our lives. Amen. Again, no matter the test, no matter the trial, no matter the sickness, no matter the temptation that we face, our joy can still be full. That's God's best for our life, that we live full of joy and full of the victory. Amen. And I want you to say that with me today. I'm full of joy and I'm full of victory. You didn't say it good enough. I need you to act like a black church this morning. Come on. Say, I'm full of joy. joy. And I'm full of victory. victory. Amen. I know other people say you're full of other stuff, but we're not listening to them. Amen. We're going by what God said. Come on, somebody. We're going by what God said you were created to be. I'm sorry. Let me stay in the light because we're not going to darkness. You lose me. Amen. (laughs) Amen. It's all right to smile in church. Amen. Amen. So again, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and destroy, and he comes to steal our peace. He comes to steal our thanksgiving. Help me out, somebody, in here this morning. Amen. He comes to steal what God created us to be, and that is to be a thankful people. That is to be a rejoicing people. That's what we are created to be. Amen. Amen. But Jesus said, amen, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But he said, I've come. I like how the Amplified Bible says that I've come that you might have life in abundance, to the full, to the overflow. Everybody say, in abundance, to the full, to the overflow. Amen. And God wants to overflow our life with his goodness in every area of our life. Amen. That's one of the distinguishing characteristics of us as believers is that the goodness of God overflows our life in every area. In our relationships, His goodness overflows our relationships. In our finances, His goodness overflows. In our, in, in our finances, come on. In our health, His goodness overflows. Amen. That means his goodness is greater than anything that comes up against us. The scripture declares that no weapon, come on, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Amen. David said it like this. He said, I believe I'll see the goodness of God. In the land of the living, it doesn't matter how bad it may get, in the natural, I'm believing to see the goodness of God. And in the midst, amen, of God showing up, in my case, amen, I'm going to rejoice because I was, I was designed. I was designed, I was created, amen, to rejoice in the Lord always. Have you ever seen anybody try to use a tool that it, a tool that it wasn't designed to be used for? Huh? Have you ever seen somebody try to use a, a screwdriver as a hammer? Huh? It might work for a little bit. Don't talk about your wife this morning, don't talk about her. But it. But it, it might work for a while, but the intensity is gonna get so intense that eventually that handle is gonna give. And it's going to break because that, that, that screwdriver was not designed, huh, to be a hammer. <laughs> we are not designed, just trying to help you all out a little bit, again, to murmur and complain. Did I say that any time? <laughs> That's not our design. Again, we're designed to give thanks to the Lord. We're designed to rejoice in God, always, and the reason why we're able to rejoice is that we expect to see the goodness of God manifested in every area of our life. Amen. Again, the enemy may come in like the flood. Amen. But the Spirit of God lifts up a standard against him. Glory to God. And so even though we go through tests, even though we go through trials, amen, even though our own flesh may, may want to act up, we know that we are going to come out victorious. We know that we're going to come out triumphant. Amen. I know that, that we're in a season of, of COVID right now. And I don't know how many of you have, have been uh, affected by, I don't know whether you call it a virus or what you call it. I got some stuff I want to call it, but it's not proper to say it from the pulpit. So... <laughs> <laughs> don't tempt me. Praise the Lord. (laughs) That old man is dead. Amen. That old man is dead. Amen. That person who would cuss you out is dead. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Amen. There's some still living cussers in the room today, but anyhow, (laughs) amen. But, uh, just a, a, a few months ago, back in August, I was, I was attacked by the virus, and uh, I was out traveling doing, doing what I'm called to do, and I was taking the safety precautions like they told us to. I was wearing my mask socially, distancing, you know. I wasn't going around laying hands on people and climbing pews and all that kind of stuff because I love doing that kind of stuff. Amen. But I wasn't doing any, any of that. I was following the, the direction, and somehow I, I, I got the virus. Amen. And uh, in, in, in getting the virus, uh, I heard, I heard that it's worse on black people than it is white people. Anybody else heard that besides me? Amen. Okay, five people in the room today. So anyhow, the devil told me because you black. This is gonna be worse on you. So I found out that I had the virus and 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 I end up in the hospital. But before I get to the hospital, I'm I'm in, in Texas with, with some friends, actually Regina and her husband. Amen. I'm I'm there with them. And I have been traveling quite a bit and I just felt like I needed some rest. I'm still talking about Thanksgiving this morning. I'm still talking about rejoicing this morning. I just felt in my body because I had been running so much and doing camps, youth camps and different things that I just needed, needed some rest. And I felt like if I just get, if I could just get one day where I could sleep, brother would be all right. And so I got to Texas and, and I had that day of sleep, but, but my body didn't get any better. And, uh, I got to where my breathing got, got really shallow and, uh, Regina said I started turning purple. Now, you know, you know, if I'm turning purple, okay, all right, I'll leave that alone. If I'm turning purple, things are not good. Amen. But anyway, before, we ever, before we, they ever took me to the hospital or anything, on, a, I believe it was a Tuesday night, uh some friends of mine came over to the room to my to my hotel room there and uh, they wanted to pray with me and uh I don't know what was really going on but anyhow I said yes and and one of the ladies that walked in the room the first thing she did was that she dealt with the spirit of death and I'm laying there you know just thinking all I need is rest and this rest and this woman is coming up here rebuking the devil and Huh? running death out and all this kind of stuff. And they're like, ain't no death in here. You know, that's what I'm thinking in my mind, but I didn't know I was turning purple. But anyhow, <laughs> I was just thanking God, you know, just laying there. Well, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. And, and anyway, uh, as, as we progress in the prayer, they prayed different things over me. And uh, one of the things that happened in that prayer time was that Regina walked over to me and she said, may I, may I put my hands on you and pray for you? And, and I said, yes. And so she came over and, and to me, it looked like she came over. Come here, since you, since you, to me, again, I'm laying in the bed and to me, it looked like she came over and she took her hand and whatever was plugging my breathing, they can't see you over there. <laughs> Whatever was plugging my breathing, it looked like to me that she grabbed it right there and pulled it out. But she said, no, I didn't pray for you le- like that. She said, I took both of my hands and I laid them on you like that. And I said, you did not. Thank you. <clears throat> I was there. I saw what you did. <laughs> and she said, Philip, that is not how I pray for you. And I said, you did, Regina. I saw you. Anyhow, in in the midst of it, uh, it felt like she had reached in and whatever was plugging my lungs, that she released that. And so that was on a Tuesday night, Wednesday. uh, I was dying in my hotel room. And uh, I knew I was dying and I knew I had a choice whether I would stay or whether I would go. But what God did for me is that God had sent several people across my path to pray for me. He had sent several prophecies to me about the plan that he had for my life. Huh? He had, he had people send me Facebook posts. And people were just coming up to me again and again and again to say, Philip, we're praying for you. We're praying for you. We don't know why we're praying for you, but we've been praying in, this, in the spirit. For you, Amen. So when I got to that Wednesday morning and I, and I couldn't breathe and it felt like, well, I knew I, w- I was dying and I, I had to make a choice whether I was going to go or stay, God brought that all back to me in just a moment of time of the people that said they were praying for me, of the prophecies that had gone forth on me. Amen. And all the things that had been said. And so when, when I had to make the choice, it's just like, I know what to do in this situation. I choose to live and not die. And so in that room, I started giving God thanks, Father, that you've already sent the answer. I already know what to do. I already know how this is going to turn out. Amen. It's going to work to my good because you're in the midst of this. And so I praise you in advance. It doesn't matter how bad this thing may look. It doesn't matter what the doctors say. It doesn't matter how things are going to turn in the natural. I know that this is going to turn out for my good. How many of you know it turned out for my good? Huh? The scripture tells us in everything, in everything, give, give thanks. Amen. When you know that God is on your side, even though it looks like everything is about to fall apart, we have to practice this thing of giving thanks. It's what we were created to do. We were created to magnify God we were created to bless God we were created to exalt God in everything we give thanks in everything we find a way to give God glory so I ended up in the emergency room amen and they test me and they said you test positive for COVID amen and I was waiting for them to give me hydroxy huh did I do good chloroquine Amen. You know, there are some things that black people have a hard time saying, and that's one of those <laughs> things <laughs> that I have a hard time saying. But anyhow, you know, I was waiting for them to do something quick to get me out of there because, again, prophecies had gone before on me and words had came before on me. And, and I was expecting God to move a certain way, but he didn't move the way that I thought he was going to move. And so anyway, they said, you got, a, you got a room for you waiting on you at the hospital. Well, I hadn't been in a hospital since I was seven years old. I'm 57 years old. Don't black look good at 57? Come on, somebody. Tim, on the other hand. No, no, I want to come back. I want to go back. I'm mean, going to leave that alone. Amen. But he's only 35. Praise the Lord. So... so anyway they said they have a room waiting on me at the at the hospital and they take me to the hospital and 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 of course they immediately put me on oxygen and, and they turn it up to a four and the doctor comes in and says Mr. Slaughter the only thing wrong with you is this COVID and she says the COVID is taking over your lungs and if we don't get something done in a hurry she said, you're gonna be on a ventilator and, and, and what's happening is that your, your lungs are, is supposed to be like sponge material and your lungs are like gel. Well, that didn't sound good. <laughs> but I already had words. Huh, I already knew the outcome. So I didn't have to worry, I didn't have to fret I just had to do what I was created to do, and that is, praise the Lord. Father, I don't know how you're going to turn this. I don't know when this thing is going, but I believe it's gone in the name of Jesus. And one thing, Father, we are not doing is going on the ventilator. <laughs> That's one thing. We are not, is not going that far. You know, I started hearing my mom's voice because my mom would tell me, I will smack the black off you, boy. <laughs> you know, and she just say those things that when she said that stuff, you knew she meant business, and you knew you better not go another step. This is life or death right here. <laughs> but anyhow, and, and so when I, when, I, when I spoke to it, I knew that I had to speak to it with authority, that I'm not going on the ventilator. And so what happened was they turned my oxygen up to a five. <laughs> they said, you're not getting any better. I said, my lungs are going to work. They'll be okay. I'm not going on a ventilator. Well, if your lungs don't start working, you got... <laughs> it doesn't matter what they say. I know in the midst of every test and every trial to give thanks. Father, I know that at midnight, Paul and Silas were locked up in jail. They had, been, they had been beaten. Their backs were bleeding. They were in chains. It looked like there was no escape for them. It looked like there was not going to be any turnaround for them. But the scripture declares that at midnight, they started to pray and to sing and to sing and to sing praises unto your name. And when they started doing that, your power showed up in that prison, and it shook everything that had them bound until they were shook loose. So, Father, here we go. (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm going to lay here, and I'm going to thank you, and I'm going to praise you, till every symptom, every sign of this COVID is don't gone. The same power that was in that prison is the same power that's present in this hospital room. <laughs> the same power that raised up Jesus from the dead is resident on the inside of me and we're activating Woo, we're activating that power on the inside. I know I shall live and not die and declare the works of God. I'm not dying today. I'm not dying tomorrow. I'm going to do the works of God, amen, and then I'm going. <laughs> amen. And I'm going to finish this course with joy. Somebody say joy. Joy. Amen. So anyway, you know, they kept coming into my room and saying, you know, Mrs. Lauder, Mrs. Lauder, Mrs. Lauder. And I had to talk back to them and say, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be all right. I'm coming out of here. Can I go home tomorrow? <laughs> I said, you got to start breathing first. Praise the Lord. And so I had a nurse, a male nurse that came in, I think my third night there. He said, Mr. Slaughter, your lungs are not getting any better. He said, but I'm going to turn your oxygen down to a four. And I was on the inside. Thank you, Jesus. All I needed was somebody on my side. He's on my side. He, he, he's trying to show that he's in agreement with me hallelujah I got somebody in here that's in agreement with me he said now if you have any trouble just hit this button right here and he put the button where I could get it if you have any trouble amen just hit the button and I'll be in the room huh so I pulled the button close to me just in case, you know (laughs) (laughs) amen but I but I didn't need the button that night and, and I started praying about the sickness. And the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, Philip, you don't need to pray. He said, I'll have a battalion of people that are praying for you. And so I had to look up a battalion, see how many that was. <laughs> huh? And it said, I believe four to eight hundred people. Huh? Four hundred? For, for companies, amen, of uh, people that were praying for me, huh? And so I was like, well, Jesus, if they're praying, I don't need to. Because <laughs> all it takes is one or two to get the job done, and you have a whole battalion of people to pray for me. So my part is, is to give you thanks. I just kept coming back to Thanksgiving. My part is to praise you. I was made to create. I was created to bless you. I was created to praise you. You got people praying. You got people positioned doing their part. Amen. And so I'm going to do my part and just thank you and praise you and bless you and magnify you. Amen. And I do it a few minutes and I fall asleep and I wake up, do it some more and I fall asleep. Amen. But anyway, on the the fourth day, the doctor came in and said, you're doing better. We're going to turn your oxygen down to a three. Uh, can I go home tomorrow? <laughs> and I ain't talking about heaven, amen. I'm going home, hello, to my house, amen, because I'm not done yet. The words are, and, and so, you know, people wonder why you're kind of radical, why you're kind of wild, why you're kind of loud. <laughs> it's because of what the Lord has done. The enemy had decreed death over my life, Huh? The sickness, the, 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 the virus was working in my lungs, and they told me, they said, one of the nurses told me this, well, a couple of the nurses said, you're healthy. There's nothing wrong with you except this virus. Well, you're too fat. But other... <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe they said that to me? <laughs> So the only thing wrong with you is that you're, you're overweight in this virus. If you didn't have this virus, you would be in great health. I said, I know. I got the life of God in me. The life of God keeps me healthy. The life of God keeps me whole. I don't worry about sickness. I don't worry about disease. I don't worry about any kind of thing getting on my body because the greater one is on the inside of me and he keeps me healthy and whole and how the devil got in this time I don't know but I do know he gotta go just because he show up don't mean he gets to stay come on somebody amen he may show up but he's gotta go the bible says resist Resist him and he will, he'll run from you as in terror. Woo! Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. So I didn't say, come on in, come on in. I got the corona. (laughs) I'm probably going to die from the corona. Oh God, I'm going, no, that wasn't my place at all. I talked to my family back in Virginia and I could tell, you know, they were kind of upset and I was just like, I'm going to be okay. I'll be back home to get on your nerves soon enough. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Just kept talking faith. Just kept thanking God. And and they said, we're praying for you. I said, don't pray. Just thank God. Because this is already settled. It's already accomplished. Amen. Well, we got people praying. Don't have them pray. Have them thank God because I'm coming out of here. Amen, just thinking, because it's already done, it's already settled, it's already finished. Amen. When Jesus said it was finished, it was finished. Amen. And so anyway, I I ended up being in the hospital about six days, praise the Lord. And uh, my last day there, my doctor came in and said, we're sending you home today. She said, but I need to give you a warning. (laughs) She said, now all the treatment and everything that you have received, she said, "There's, there's no guarantee with it. Amen. She said, You could walk out these doors right now and contract the virus again. Well, ain't that, ain't that just encouraging? <laughs> Don't that just make you want to jump up and run around the room? You know, okay, you can walk out of here well, but you can drop dead on the, you know, just. <laughs> and I said, You know, I, I appreciate everything that you all have done for me. And I am very grateful how you've helped keep me alive and helped get me over this virus. I said, but I ain't getting this virus again. (laughs) The life of God in me is going to keep this virus off of me. And the things that I lacked naturally, huh? Because I found out that I, I did have some deficiencies in my body. So I started taking some vitamins and doing some things to build my immune system, huh? Not drinking four Coca-Colas a day. Huh? I can't get no help in the room this morning. All the air just went out of the room. <laughs> all, that, all that sugar, amen, suppresses the immune system. Huh? And so if I, don't suppress, if I don't suppress my immune system, huh? then the devil can't come in. I still drink Coke, but just not for a day. amen I'm still keeping my joy amen Jesus came that we could have life and have it in abundance and not not live in fear and one of the main avenues that he gave us to keep us out of fear to keep us out of worry to keep us out of out of fretting being dreadful is living this lifestyle of praise and worship and thanksgiving Amen. The scripture says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Jesus is not afraid of leprosy. Huh? If he wasn't afraid of leprosy, which is a very contagious disease, I don't have to be afraid of corona. Four grunts. Amen. The life of God on the inside of us is activated when we give thanks, when we give praise, when we give adoration unto God for all that he's done. Amen. Our praise and thanksgiving, amen, is the exit out of sickness. It's the exit out of disease. It takes us off that road. Amen. It takes us out of the, the, the devil's harm, out of the devil's way, amen? And it puts us on the avenue of thanksgiving and praise and blessing and the goodness of God. So the more we thank God, the more we praise God, the more we magnify him, it keeps us on that road of blessing. Again, we give no place to the devil. Amen. And, and I know everybody can't sing. God knows everybody can't sing. And so he may made it so that we could speak to him in psalms in psalms you can speak you can speak you don't have to sing I've been to some black churches where the people couldn't sing and I was just like hold up black people are supposed to be able to sing but something wrong something wrong (laughs) And I've been to a whole lot of white churches. But anyhow, I'm going to move right on. (laughs) So God gave us the avenue to where we could speak in Psalms and give glory unto his name and magnify his name. So you may not be uh, a singer, amen, but you can speak these things out. I like how one of my instructors said in school said, everybody, everybody can sing but everybody's not called to record. (laughs) Don't that bless you? Amen. Everybody can sing, but everybody's not called to record. Amen. Know your position. Know your place. Amen. (laughs) In the body. Praise God. And so, God says to us through his word, he says, speak to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing Make a melody in your heart to the Lord. What does that do? That keeps you connected to the power of God. That keeps an awareness on the inside, in your heart, that God is living on the inside of you. And we, again, we're well aware that greater is he that is on the inside of us than he that is in the world. The greater one is living on the inside of us, and so we keep ourselves constantly aware the greater is He that is in me. Greater is He that is in me. I got the life of God in me. I do like some of those old songs. You can see, I didn't. I didn't sing per se uh, Bible songs, biblically correct songs, before I went to Bible school. But then I found out that I could sing stuff like "I got the life of God in me." I got the life of God in me. I got his life, his nature, and his ability. I got the life of God in me. I got the word of God in me. I got the word of God in me. I've got his word, his nature, and his ability. I got the word of God in me this is one I really like I got the love of God now you know the devil will fight you on that one if it, if he don't show up any other time you got the what in you I got the love of God in me and, you know I went to a church one time and the person said one of the members walked up to me and said oh Philip a pastor they said to the pastor said pastor I didn't know we were having an N here to preach y'all know what the N is don't you don't make me say that word Yeah, you know, and I'm standing right there with him. And so, it's like, how do you respond? Because, you know, you're taught to respond a different way when people call you the N-word. Hello? Huh? But I got the love of God. Got the love of God in me. God is love. His nature. Woo! Woo! His ability. Woo! Because it's your ability. God is going to get me through this one. It's your ability. Woo! It's your love. Amen. I don't know if anybody ever called you out your name before in church. Whew. Love of God in me. Amen. And so, praise the Lord. I had to act out of that love. That was resident on the inside of me. How did I know that love was there? Amen. Because I kept singing about it. Kept ministering to the Lord about it. I got the love of God in me. I got the love of God. I got his love. I've got his nature. I got his ability. I got his love. I got his nature. I got his ability. I got his love. His nature. And his ability. And we had a Holy Ghost week that week. And every time I got a chance, I'd go over and I'd lay hands on that lady. <laughs> and I'd say, bless her, Jesus. Bless her. Bless her, Jesus. Ooh, bless her, bless her, bless her. Uh, <clears throat> My flesh nature wanted to say something else, but the Bible says, bless those. Huh? Bless those that curse you. Bless them. Bless her, Jesus. Bless her. If God wasn't moving, I'd walk over to her. Bless her. Bless her, Jesus. Bless her. Touch her. From the top of her head to the... Top of her head, God. (laughs) And so anyway, we had a wonderful week. And by the time we got to the end of the week, she walked up to me and she hugged me. And she said, Philip, I just love you. She said, next time you come, I want you to stay at my house. I said, no, ma'am, no. (laughs) No, ma'am, I appreciate the offer, but you've been here all week and God's been able to work on you, but you got folks at your house that ain't showed up. No. (laughs) How many of you are glad for wisdom? Amen. I got the wisdom of God in me. (laughs) Amen. You know, it, it sounds funny until you're in the situation. Huh? When you're in it and people are... Calling you out your name, spitting in your face, carrying on, and you're wondering, how, how do I respond? I will wipe this floor up with you. Huh? Ain't that what your, ain't, isn't that what your flesh want? Huh? I will wipe this floor up. Woo-hoo-hoo. Jesus, help me today. Amen. And the word of God will come back and say, you were created to magnify God. You were created to praise God. You were created, amen, not to do the works of the flesh, but you were created to live life in the spirit. So by speaking to ourselves, I've probably gone long enough, haven't I? Speaking to ourselves (laughs) in songs and hymns and spiritual songs keeps us connected to who God is on the inside of us. And I know that we can be easily distracted even in our praise and in our worship times. Amen. I was driving down a highway there in Oklahoma and I'm going to be done. And this has been a few years back when I was driving down the road, you know, and I was getting off one interstate to the next interstate. And as I was getting off, I was speeding. You know, yes, I know I shouldn't have been speeding. But there is therefore now... No condemnation. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. But as I was was making an interchange, uh, a lady got behind me and and, like was on my bumper. You know? And you know, I'm trying to worship God. (laughs) That's what I'm created to, I'm created to worship God. And she's on my bumper. You know, and then we get on the interstate and she rides up beside me. Hey man, she tells me I'm number one. I forgot about Jesus. I forgot all about him. And I got behind that lady. (laughs) And I put on my black face. And I got I got as close to her as I, I could, and I could tell she was nervous and I was glad. And she was nervous. And I wanted her to think that I was going to follow her all the way to her house. But <laughs> well, all of a sudden, the spirit of God spoke up on the inside of me. And he just said, Philip. And I was like, I'm sorry, Lord. I know, I know better. I know better. I know better. But she shouldn't have flipped me off. So I got to take the test again. Same interstate exchange. Amen, only this time it was a motorcycle, a guy on a motorcycle, and he was pushing me, and we get on the interstate, amen, and he rides up beside me and says, Philip, you're number one, and I said, I will take this Jeep, and I'll flip you all over the house, (laughs) all of a sudden, on the inside, huh, Philip, that's murder, I mean, if you know that God consciousness is something that you really have to work at, huh? (laughs) Praise the Lord. It's just not an occasional thing that we do, but it's something that we continually work on. And I, I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But he shouldn't have flipped me off. How many times we want to blame the other person? Huh? If they hadn't have done that, then they wouldn't have gotten that response. Well, I guess I'll run around here (laughs) because we want to blame the other person because they pushed our button. They got that response. But when people push our button, we should be so full of the joy of the Lord, of the life of God, that they get an unexpected response. It's going to be peaceful at home this afternoon. I can just tell. (laughs) Let there be peace on earth. (laughs) When we're filled with God, our responses are different. And you know that you're full when your response is different. I (laughs) got (laughs) to quit. How do you know you're filled? You know, you're full by your response. If your response is in the negative, drink more. Yeah. Be filled with the spirit more. Yeah. So I got to take the third test the third time. <laughs> 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 I knew three strikes, you're out. You just know. <laughs> so the third time when I, when I took the test, this guy rode up beside me. Well, actually, I rode up beside him and I blocked the intersection where he couldn't see whether he could turn left or not, and he just started cussing at me. He was going on, and I was like, ah, I know who this is. I recognize it, I'm not failing this time. And I looked at him and I go, I'm sorry and that made him even matter, and I just loved it, amen. It's like, you're going to take this test again. <laughs> <laughs> we overcome evil with good, and so we sing about the life of God. We praise, we worship, we magnify God in the everyday situations of life. Many times we want to wait until it's something critical, until it is COVID until it is a death sentence but I just want to encourage you today that you were created to praise God you were created to magnify God you were created to worship God continually as the psalmist said I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth it says oh oh Magnify the Lord with me. You need some praise partners. You need some worship partners. People who will worship God, people who will praise God, people who will thank God with you and believe God with you. Amen. Not just people who will sit on the sidelines and say, you crazy. It don't take all that. You need some people who will jump in there and just go for it with you who will shout with you who will laugh with you who will rejoice with you i know i said i'm finished but last story is sure enough i had a friend of mine we were believing god for vehicles and uh were you in the group then were you traveling with us to louisiana okay and and so we were believing god for for vehicles and and we said now look we ain't got no money we don't have good credit I don't know if your credit's been ever jacked up, but my credit was jacked up. <laughs> okay, I got a witness over there, hey, amen. <laughs> like, we ain't going to sell you a piece of bubblegum, gum, you so jacked up. And so anyway, you know, I go to the dealership and try to purchase a car. And and she would say, I'm not buying a car. Somebody's gonna give me a car. And she'd run through the list of what the car was, somebody's gonna give me a <speaks> da <hummingbird> yada. <sound> and it's gonna happen. And i like, all right, but I'm buying me a car. Amen. And she said, Come on, let's dance. And we would start dancing in the room. <laughs> Glory to God, hallelujah, Father. Thank you. We got our cars. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you that she has hers da, 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 da. and I have mine. And I'm able to make my payments. Praise the Lord. And we did that day after day. We would come in the office and we just praise God. And we would dance. Amen. And I remember coming in, her coming in one day, and I was sitting at my, my desk and she came running in. And she said, Philip, come outside and see my car. And I mean, I go running. I go running outside. I said, You got it, you got it. And I get outside, and it's just an empty parking space. (laughs) He didn't make me run out here. (laughs) Ain't no car out here he didn't make. She said, You better see that car. (laughs) You better see my car. And I was like, Oh, okay. Amen, amen, we praising until we see it, that's right, amen, praise God, and so, amen, so I got her back, came running in, hey, I got my car, come on, and she goes running out, she says, boy, I remember, she's like, oh, okay, <laughs> so we praise God for our cars, amen, and, 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 I, and I pulled up on a car lot one day with my car, and, and was trying to talk to the salesman, about getting a car, and he said, "We're not selling you a car." And so, I walked back to the car. I had another friend of mine with me, and so I get in the car, and I'm playing the black card. You all know what the black card is, don't you? They're not selling this to me because I'm black. If I was white, they'd sell it to me. Okay, all right, maybe. <laughs> and so I'm playing the black card. Yeah, I'm black. I'm black. Black and white people stick together. Yeah. Why didn't you go to the black lot? Because I want one off the white lot. (laughs) I know you never have to go through these things. Anyway, as we're we're there, you know, I'm getting ready to to leave and just be mad and be disgusted. They won't sell me a car because I'm black. I never said because I had bad credit, because I'm black. So, <laughs> praise the Lord. And so anyway, I'm about to pull off, and the salesman comes running off, and I'm, I'm ticked off at him. I am ticked, and I don't want to hear nothing he got to say. And, and my friend reaches over and says, you might want to stop and listen to what the man has to say. Like, that's God. All right. And I roll down my window. And he says, the owner of the dealership saw you. He recognizes who you are. He told me to come tell you whatever kind of deal you want to work to do it for you. Whatever you want to pay, however you want to work it out. He said, we'll do whatever you want because he said to give you the deal that you want. I said, all right, all right. (laughs) <laughs> I got happy again, Amen. How many, how many of you know that we can't rely on circumstances to be joyful, Amen? And then we showed up in, in in Louisiana, Amen. And and my friend came running in where we were all at, and she was holding keys, and she said, "I got my car. Somebody just blessed me with a brand new car." She said, "I don't have no payments. Everything's paid for. They paying my insurance. They paying for my phone. Everything." And We went running out and we danced and we shouted around that card. You need people who will rejoice and thank God with you in the midst of believing God. You need friends who will rejoice with you while you're locked up, while you're still bound. That's why you're a member of Anchor Church. So you can make connections with people who will believe God with you and praise God with you. Amen. Until you see what you're believing God for. Whatever it is you're believing God for, young man. It'll all come to pass. Thank him like it's so. Praise him like it's already done. Amen. Because it'll all come to pass. It'll all come to pass. Amen. There's no dream too big that God can't bring it all to pass. Amen. And get some folk that know how to dance. Know how to say, hey, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. People who will lift up their voice, amen, unashamedly, amen. And y'all come in. I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I'll enter his courts with praise. Hallelujah. I'll be thankful unto him, and I will bless his name. Hallelujah. Because this was what I was created to do, no matter the test. No matter the trial, no matter how negative life looks, you were created to praise God. You're created to magnify God. You're created to exalt God. Stand up on your feet for a minute and just shout and give God praise for a minute. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Come on. Open your mouth and give him thanks. Father, thank you hallelujah we bless you hallelujah that the same power that raised up Jesus from the dead is working on our behalf right now. Amen. That our bodies are whole. That our bodies are well. Amen. That we're quickened by the Spirit of God that lives on the inside of us. That no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No disease formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that you made us the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. That you have blessed us in the city. That you blessed us in the field. That you blessed us going in that you bless us coming out and we thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We exalt your name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah.